Iowans are encouraged to attend next week's funeral for a World War II veteran whose only living relative is on the East Coast. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Blake with KSOM KS95 News. Hugh Bell of Shenandoah died June 2nd at age 98. Bell's only relative is a nephew in Warwick, Rhode Island. So the Iowa Funeral Directors Association manager, Taylor Teagues, wants as many people as possible at Bell's funeral. Bell was drafted into the Army in 1943, earned his pilot's wings and an officer's commission in 1944, and trained pilots in the A-20 and A-26 light bombers. The graveside service for Bell will be held at the Rose Hill Cemetery at 11 a.m. on July 8th and will include military honors conducted by the Shenandoah American Legion Color Guard. Multiple arrests from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office, including that of 29-year-old Victor Nelson Rodriguez of Avoca, arrested after a traffic stop on Highway 59 on June 20th. Rodriguez was transported to the Shelby County Jail and charged with possession of controlled substance, prohibited acts, possession of drug paraphernalia, driving while license is denied or suspended, canceled or revoked, and speeding. 46-year-old Aaron James Nelson of Harlan arrested after Shelby County deputies responded to a motor vehicle accident on Maple Road June 23rd. Nelson was transported to the Shelby County Jail and charged with OWI third offense, driving while license denied, revoked, or and reckless driving, open container, and failure to maintain control. 23-year-old Maria Ingratia Hytrek of Erling was arrested after a traffic stop on Highway 37 June 25th. Hytrek was transported to the Shelby County Jail and charged with OWI first, and three counts of child endangerment. Also, 39-year-old Malcolm Shane McDonald of Harlan arrested after a traffic stop on Durant Street June 25th. McDonald was transported to the Shelby County Sheriff's Office and charged with possession of controlled substance third offense, prohibited acts, possession of drug paraphernalia, driving while license denied, suspended, canceled, or revoked, and speeding. Creston Police Department arrested David William Fister on Wednesday for domestic abuse assault first. Fister was taken to the Union County Jail. Bond of $300 was posted. Peak tornado season in Iowa usually runs from early April through the end of June, but Iowans are being warned to stay vigilant even though the season is officially over. Meteorologist Mike Fole at the National Weather Service in Johnston says March and April were very active with 28 tornadoes reported. That includes the March 5th outbreak that saw 15 tornadoes hit Iowa, including the EF4 that killed several people in Winterset and damaged or destroyed more than 50 homes. Fole says no tornadoes have touched down anywhere in Iowa since April 12th, but he also says they can strike at any time of the day and on any day of the year. The family of an 11-year-old boy who died on a water ride at the Altoona, Iowa Amusement Park at Adventureland a year ago has filed a wrongful death lawsuit in state court alleging the park failed to properly maintain and repair its rides. David and Sabrina Jeremio of Cedar Rapids and three of their children filed the lawsuit Thursday. They and their 11-year-old son, Michael Jeremio, were on the Raging River Ride at the park on July 3rd when the 
raft carrying all six family members flipped over, trapping them underneath the water. Michael Jeremio drowned, and other family members were injured. The family seeks monetary damages for negligence. An attorney for the park says safety has always been a priority, and a number of extraordinarily unusual factors came together to cause the accident. Audubon County Economic Development is accepting grant applications for community projects. Sarah Slater with ACED lays out the process. You can get them at the Audubon County Economic Development and Tourism Office. We can email them. You just have to contact the office. And then we will review applications September 1. $600,000 available from the proceeds of the Valley Business Park sale. You're going to need your project description. You know, we would like to hear about your project. Well, the impacts will be to the community and to the county. You know, are these creating jobs? Are these helping retain jobs? Is this expansions or just all different kind of criteria we're looking at? And then, you know, you're going to have your budget of what the project is and kind of where you're at. And then just kind of the impact and the pretty simple application. And then our board will review it and we'll award projects at our discretion. Slater says they had a good response during their public meeting on June 16th. A great turnout from all of our communities, which was really positive, and lots of great questions and conversations. And, we're, you know, we're here to help answer questions or run past ideas. Um, we want to see exciting projects happening here. Grant recipients will be announced on October 1st. The Iowa DNR has a list of safety reminders for paddlers over the holiday weekend. Brian Hayes with the Iowa DNR in Lewis, office in Lewis says it'll be a busy weekend and they expect uh, people to take advantage of Iowa's navigable waterways, which include 36 counties with trails that cover 18,000 miles. We expect a busy weekend on our waterways with warmer temperatures and flows returning to near normal. Uh, we expect paddlers to take advantage of the long weekend and, and hit our waterways. IowaDNR.gov has an interactive paddling map which points out hazards and has other useful information. Other paddlers will report hazards that you might encounter, but it also shows places like where you can put in, where you can take out, distance between those, uh, expected travel time, any other hazards like dams that you might have to portage around, things like that, all on that interactive website for paddlers. Um, really good uh resource for paddlers to plan uh, a safe trip down our waterways. He says piles of trees in the water are a common hazard among paddlers. The DNR Derelict Building Grant Program awarded grants to two Southwest Iowa communities, both looking to start up new daycare centers. The DNR Derelict Building Program was instituted by a statute to help rural communities with populations of $5,000 or less remove environmental hazards improve community appearance, and minimize costs by recycling and reusing building materials through deconstruction or renovation of abandoned derelict buildings. The city of Carson was awarded $69,891 for 119 Broadway Street and $66,884 for 121 Broadway Street. The city plans to develop the space into a new daycare center. The money will be used to abate asbestos and deconstruct the old commercial buildings. City of Griswold awarded $94,625 to abate asbestos and deconstruct an old commercial building. City plans to develop the space 
into a new daycare center. Funding is awarded annually on a competitive basis with cash match required. Applications for next year's, the next round of funding will be due February 24th, 2023. More news online anytime, westerniowatoday.com.